Blog Talk Radio. to another episode of Two Lit Tuesdays right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. Guys, I'm super excited about being here with you this evening. Um, just because, one, I'm so excited to talk to our guests, as always, you know. Um, two, I get to spend the second day with you all this week. Three, I have never been so at peace in all my life. I know some of you are probably looking at your, you know, your your phones, your laptops, like, what is she talking about? Nikia at peace? I know. Guys, let me tell you, I had the crazy dream last night. I don't even remember what the dream was about. I know I woke up like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, and I, I yeah, I woke up because I actually fell asleep, you know. Um, my sleep is always is very, you know, short, like 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there. That's all throughout the night. Well, last night, I slept for like two hours, right? I woke up, and the first thing that came to my mind was like, reach out to your man. Tell him that you can't sleep. Okay, that's odd. All right, so I did it. I was like, you know, I can't sleep. So he was like, I'm about to call you. You know, we could talk. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Something just said reach out to him and say I can't sleep. I, so I fell back asleep, and I slept for like another two hours, right? Um, I woke up this morning, and... I don't know. It's like this weight had been lifted off of me. All day long, I thought, yeah, sure, something's wrong. I'm crazy. Like, I'm feeling, i am got this, this odd feeling. Like, you know, I, I was very indescribable. And so I was talking to my business bestie, and I was like, yo, I feel, like, so calm and so peaceful. Like, the voices in my head, they're not there anymore. Like, um... You know, when you breathe in the air and it's just stagnant air, it's like the air is pure. Like, it was, I had a lot of words to describe it, but yet it was still indescribable. And I thought, you know, this is, like, too good to be true. Like, something's going to mess this day up. And I noticed at work everything was just calm. It was peaceful, you know. And I remember saying, you know, when I woke up this morning, you say your prayer. And I don't remember what I said, but I, I just, I thought maybe, you know, maybe that has something to do with it, but I don't know. Um, and my mother sent me a message. You guys know my mother's a minister. And, you know, this weekend I had the opportunity to speak at an organ donor uh, banquet or dinner. And it was very last minute that I was called to do so and represent my family. Um, but in speaking at that event, it opened up so many doors for me. And my mother said this morning, she was just like, you know what, I see, um, oh gosh, she was like, I see you on TV, I see you on a bigger scale. And I was like, whoa, you know, that I receive it, whatever you've, you've seen, whatever you're prophesizing, I, I, I receive it, you know, and I don't know if that's what kind of just, because that's something that, you know, a goal of mine. And I, I don't know. She was just like, you know, you just got to knock down the walls and bust through them and go for what it is that you want, you know. And just hearing that or reading that, um, this calm, again, just came over me. I've just been at peace all day because I know what it is that I got to do, you know. And school start back up on Thursday, and it's like four classes for eight weeks, and 
you know, all day I just been like, you know, I got this. You got it. You know what I'm saying? You 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 got this, you know? Um, I know you guys don't want to hear me talk about all of this, but I'm just I'm just I wanted to let you know why I'm at peace. <laughs> you know? It's amazing. The feeling is amazing. Something that I honestly have never felt like this before. Um, so with that being said, let me back up just a little bit. I talked to you guys yesterday on New Music Mondays. We introduced some new music. Um, again, a lot of new artists are going to be in rotation. We actually have a seven-year-old that we're going to put in rotation next week from Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm super excited um, for you all to hear Miss Melody Starr again out of Raleigh. Then on last Thursday, we had 100 Grand Prezi here from Reno, Nevada. Awesome interview. Um Shout out to that young man, you know, um, he's he's like a social um, misfit, so to speak, and um, I, want, I can't wait to watch him come out of his shell and, you know, take this industry by storm the way that he really wants to. In the news, Travis Scott apparently was injured uh, this weekend at the Rolling Loud Festival, and um, he's reportedly considering going under the knife uh, for a bum knee. Again, he headlined rolling out or the Rolling Loud New York over the weekend, and apparently there was some type of injury that he sustained, um, but he went to, you know, his doctor afterwards, and he was diagnosed with a dislocated knee, um, more specifically a stretch or tear in the um, patellar tendon. All right, so he's considering going under the knife. I'll keep you posted on that. Queen Latifah is a mere days away from receiving a mark of achievement and honor of her contributions to black history and culture. According to the Hollywood Reporter, the Grammy Award-winning star is due to be awarded the W.E.B. Dubois Medal by Harvard University on Tuesday, October 22nd. Shout out to Queen. Yo, this is huge. That's huge right there. So big ups to her. Um, also, awards. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has announced its nominees for the class of 2020. I think that came out on yesterday. As reported by NPR, the notorious B.I.G. and Whitney Houston are among the 16 artists selected for the honor. All right, so let me see who else that we might know in the nominees. We got uh, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. And I don't know none of these other people. All right, so keeping it moving, noticeably absent from the list is LL Cool J who has been nominated for a spot in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame five times, but never inducted. All right, to be eligible, artists or bands must have released their first commercial recording at least 25 years ago. Biggie dropped his first album, Ready to Die, in 94. This makes the first year the late hip-hop icon is able to receive a nomination. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed, all right? I got my fingers crossed for that right there. Um, Summer Walker, I think last week we talked about the new uh, single that she had out. Well, she also made a little bit of history. Um, a year ago, Summer Walker's debut mixtape, Last Day of Summer, was released, and now her debut album, Follow Up, Over It, is the largest debut album from a female R&B artist in over 10 years. Our 18-track project landed at number one on Billboard's top R&B hip-hop albums chart and number two on Billboard's top 200 albums, selling over 134,000 album equivalent, making Over It the largest debut for an R&B female singer since Beyonce's award-winning album, Lemonade. It's also the biggest streaming week for an album by a female R&B artist ever. So shout-out to Summer Walker on that. That's huge right there. That is huge. Um. I say this all the time. Each of us are gifted with the ministry. No, I, I didn't say that, you know, you all are going to be ministers, um, but everyone is gifted with a ministry or, or a calling. Um, it is, uh, you know, it is up to each one of us to tap into that gift and bring it to fruition. Our guest this evening was blessed to tap into her calling at a very young age. Ms. Azaria Cherry is a 15-year-old sophomore in the Health and Specialties Program at Maury High School. At the age of 11, she learned that many minority girls attending Title I schools were not receiving equal access to STEM activities. 
The following year, she created her own nonprofit entitled Zinc Girls, which provides inner city girls with the opportunity to explore STEM, learn the importance of self-love and higher education, and introduces girls to community stewardship. She also has her own positive affirmation business, Pretty Girl Tees, which sells everything from T-shirts to cups and ornaments. Outside of being a girl boss, Azaria enjoys participating in many after-school activities, sports, and being a teen activist addressing numerous social issues affecting girls and women on local and global levels. Lastly, she takes great pride in completing countless hours of community service and philanthropist efforts. Upon graduating in 2022, Azaria is looking forward to studying medicine on a collegiate level and becoming a pediatric emergency physician. Currently, her top three college choices are Spelman, Howard, and Hampton University. Andy Fire audience, I present to you this evening entrepreneur, philanthropist, and teen activist, Ms. Azaria Cherry. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I am well. I am so excited to have you here with me this evening. I got a ton of questions, and hopefully I'm going to be able to get uh, all of those answered this evening. Um, you're 15. Yes. Correct? Yes. And you have done all all of this um, within a four-year span. Is that correct? Yes. So I know that I read uh, about your nonprofit organization, Zinc Girls, but if you yourself can tell the listening audience um, just what your mission was when you created this nonprofit. Well, I'm very passionate about women's rights and especially rights among African-American women and minority women within the STEM field. So that's one of the main areas that I like to focus on when I'm doing stuff that involves working for equal women's rights constantly. So as African, as an African-American woman, I feel as though we are the least represented and we're not given the same opportunities to learn about STEM the way our counterparts are. So that's my main reason for starting Zinc Girls to provide minority girls with an opportunity to experience STEM. And what are the three main components? that the organization focuses on? So Zinc Girls has our three big E's, which are education, empowerment, and entertainment. So during our one-week session, during our first two days, we would have our education section, which is pretty much me teaching the girls about going to college and applying for your high school programs and taking AP classes in order to prepare yourself better for college. And also we'll do STEM activities to teach the girls how STEM is in our everyday lives or we'll make something that girls use every day just to show them how STEM is greatly impacting our world. And then during our next two days, we have our empowerment days. So we'll have a licensed social worker come in to talk about self-care and um, self-love just to provide the girls with a stable foundation with self-esteem and confidence. And then during our last day, we have our entertainment day, which is where we pretty much just have a party to celebrate the girls finishing the week and having a strong week. And we'll also do a community service project just to teach the girls about community stewardship and providing for their community to make the world a better place. Wow. Let's back up just a moment because there may be someone who's listening who has no idea what STEM is. They keep hearing you say the word STEM. It was mentioned in your bio, but there may be someone listening again who does not know what STEM is and why it is so important. So can you just break down um, the letters STEM and let the listening audience know exactly what it is and why it is so important? Of course. So STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math, and it can also sometimes be called STEAM, which includes arts, but I feel as though there's many programs that already cater towards arts, so I like to keep Zinc Girls more catered towards STEM. This is off topic. Uh, What's your favorite subject in school? 
My favorite subject is science. I love any kind of science, especially <laughs> biology and like human biology. I just think it's so interesting to learn how things work and the way our bodies are put together. I had to ask. Um because I, I try to get my son involved, you know, in STEM. Um, but those subjects, you know, are, are not his favorite subjects. You know, he's P, that's, that's his favorite subject. Um, so <laughs> I, I wanted to be able to <laughs> link the two together. Um, now, you have really big aspirations um, once you graduate high school. Um, what, what are your grades looking like right now? Right now, I have straight A's and one B. So my, like, GPA is, like, a 3.7 right now, and I have two AP classes. So I'm doing pretty good so far. Yes, I would think so. I would think so. Um, how how hard is it for you to um, stay focused on, you know, school and then also run this nonprofit organization? Or is it hard for you at all? I struggle, but what I've learned is that I just need to focus on time management. I always have a planner, but at the end of the day, my grades are my priority, and Mm -hmm. that my main goal is to get into college, so that's the main thing that matters. Time management, very important. Is that something that you um, assist with or your organization assists with, um, with the educational part of, of Zinc Girls? Yes, making sure girls know that you can balance sports and still get good grades and do all the fun things that you want to do no matter what and still be able to be able to succeed in school. I know that the organization um, has the world, you know, the word girls in it, but how are you empowering and impacting the lives of not only um, female youth, but women in general? Well, I just feel as though no matter, like, how old you are, you should be able to feel empowered and comfortable in the skin that you're in. So everything that I do, it doesn't have to just be catered to girls. And at the end of the day, we all start off as girls who grow into women. So everything that you learn can apply to whatever stage of life that you're in. Off topic, again, uh, you mentioned um, (laughs) – Loving, you know, the skin that you're in, um, that is very important um, for the youth of today. And, and, and not only the youth, but um, women and men in general. You know, we watch um, so much um, television. We see social media. You know, we try to follow um, the stigmas that are, you know, all across social media. When it comes to um, loving the skin that you're in, um, does your organization, you know, teach young girls how important it is to be able to just love you? You know, whether you have the natural hair, you know, whether you have the big lips, you know what I'm saying, whether you develop quicker than somebody else did, how are you implementing that into your organization? So during our second day, that's like the main purpose of the social worker coming in just to teach the girls about self-care and all that kind of stuff just to give them self-esteem and empower them and teach them that it's okay to be just as you are. Um, In middle school, I was actually like bullied and I had some really hard years because I wasn't the prettiest girl. And I was, like, disliked because I like STEM and I like the things that a lot of girls didn't like to do. So it was, like, mm-hmm. pretty awful. So I just want to make sure that no girl ever feels the way that I felt. And that, that, is, that is huge. I just remember um, being in, in high school, middle school. Um, you know, you, you may have been talked about uh, maybe because, I don't know, maybe your shoes. Bullying just wasn't um, as dominant as it is now. Um, How did you overcome um, being bullied? My mom, all the strong women that constantly surround me, so I just always could confide in them, and they would tell me ways to block it out and just always push to be better no matter what. Awesome. 
it really does take a village um, when it comes, you know, to raising the youth of today and to be surrounded by, you know, like you mentioned, strong women and even men um, in a child's life or a young adult's life. That that makes a huge difference. Um, so I salute the women in your life. Um, and I know they're so proud of you. Uh, you you actually came, um, your name came up, and all of your accomplishments came up through a family friend of mine. And she says, you know, how old, you know, um, are your guests on the show? And I said, well, it, it really depends on, you know, um, what type of guest. She sent me all these accolades about you, and I was like, oh, yeah, I most definitely have to get her in um, on the show. <laughs> you mentioned social workers. Uh, shout out to Tiffany Johnson. You mentioned social workers and how they come in and they speak about, you know, self-care. Um, but who else actively assists um, with the empowerment of these young girls? Well, since I'm an aspiring doctor, I know a couple of African-American doctors who come in and teach the girls about possible careers that involve STEM. So you have computer programmers, dentists, pretty much anything that involves STEM, people who do cosmetics, because that's a huge part of STEM if you realize it or even if you don't. So they all come mm-hmm. in and just teach the girls that you can go here or you can go there no matter what. Awesome. How, how do your classmates and your peers uh, look at you now? Those people that may have bullied you, you know, two or three years ago, and they see everything that you're doing now, how do they look at you now? It's a lot better. <laughs> like, I think they see that now I'm succeeding and I'm doing good. So now they're trying to say, oh, well, I want to be like her now. So I feel like I'm a role model <laughs> to the kids my age just because I know that I'm doing good and I can inspire other girls to do good, too. And I definitely How does that have make you feel? Like last... It makes me feel really good because I feel like, I'm a change agent within my age group in my community, and it just makes me feel like I can do. So it just makes me feel good because I know I can do great things in the future. So when you have someone who is, you know, the same age as you, who looks up to you at 15 and aspires to, you know, be somewhat like you or, you know, come to you for advice now um just what 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 do you share with them now that you know I I don't know me personally I think I would have a problem um you know you was bullying me two or three years ago and now you know um I would feel good but in the back of my head I would be like you know yeah um there's got to be this ulterior motive but um that that's just me you know but how do you how does it how do you respond you know if 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 they come to you and they're like, you know, hey, um, how did you start this? Or, you know, uh, tell me, you know, give me give me the blueprint, you know. How do you respond to them? I feel like I definitely got the last laugh when people who Good. bullied me in the past come to me for help. So my biggest thing is just be you. Whatever is bothering you, let it roll off your shoulders. That's what I had to do, so now you're going to have to do the same thing. And when it comes to people asking me about, like, how do I start my own business and stuff like that? I don't, I help as much as I can, but I'm not going to sit there and give you my personal ideas because that means you can take my stuff and, and do whatever it, you want yeah. with it. So, yeah. Hey, now, what's good? It's your girl, Jana Blackwell, C-Town Records, Mistress of Soul, and you're on the air with the hottest independent station, Indie Fire. With your host, Nakia, giving you that heat right here on the station, bringing you all of the hottest hip-hop hits, Indie Fire. Thank you, Jaina. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Too Lit Tuesdays on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia, and our very special guest this evening, um, entrepreneur and teen activist and philanthropist. And, oh, my gosh, the list just goes on, Miss Azaria Cherry. Hey. So now I know that you also <laughs> I know that you also have your positive affirmation business, um, Pretty Girl Teeth. When did that come about? Well, 
Zinc Girls is actually a nonprofit organization, and running a nonprofit is extremely expensive. And after a while, I began to realize that. So me growing up and realizing that there wasn't as much stuff that encouraged me to be me, I decided to start my own positive affirmation business that encourages girls to be comfortable in their own skin, as well as providing for Zinc Girls. And so um, your bio says that, you know, there's everything from T-shirts to cups uh, to ornaments. Yes. I think I I saw one of the T-shirts because I'm a stalker. I will stalk pages to learn all about my (laughs) guests. And, um, you know, I want to be very informed when they get on the show. So I saw um, T-shirts and was kind of just blown away. Um, how can our listening audience, if they're interested in purchasing um, any of the Pretty Girl Tees uh, paraphernalia, how can they get in contact with you and do so? So right now I currently operate off of Etsy. So if you go to my Instagram, which is at Pretty Girl Tees, and Tees is with a Z at the end, then you can find the link to my Etsy shop in my bio, and you can place your order there. All right, at Pretty Girl Tees. That's P-R-E-T-T-Y-G-I-R-L-T-E-E-Z. Got it? Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so what type of extracurricular activities do you participate in? When do you have time to participate in any extracurricular activities? So every week I'm, like, jam-packed, but I pretty much make sure that every Sunday I dedicate personal time to myself so I can just recharge for the week and I use my planner in order to organize everything so I know when I'm going where and it helps me plan around like all of my activities and my schedules just to make sure that I'm not overlapping and stuff and it pretty much just all falls into place as long as I stay organized and continue to use my planner. Let me tell you something. People think I'm crazy. Um, I work off of four four planners and then two <laughs> calendars on two devices. All right, that's just how busy I am. So it doesn't it doesn't stop now. Um, something that I had to you know get my daughter to um, fully grasp. You know your week is going to be hectic. You're involved with so many activities. You know and extracurricular activities. Um, so you, you need this planner. And now she's in college, and she's a freshman. And it's funny because <laughs> every Sunday she's like, Ma, let me, show you, let me show you my planner for the week. And I'm like, I'm, I'm proud of her. But it's also at the same time I'm just like, you know, um, I, I guess maybe she's a little like me. Uh, she has, like, the board that she writes everything on. Then she has the actual planner that she writes everything in. You know, and she carries it everywhere now to make sure she's on time for this and that. And I'm like, yeah, okay. It doesn't it doesn't stop here. Like, it's only going to get worse, you know. And so it's good that you have that foundation right now that you're utilizing your planner that you use Sunday to take the time out for you. That is something that grown women don't do. I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that. Just taking time out for you to be able to do the things that, you know, um, away from your organization or away from your business, you know, away from school, just have some me time. That is, that I don't know who instilled that in you early, but shout out to them. Um, because, again, that is something that even grown women, we are so busy with our lives and being mothers and running businesses, you know, that we don't even take time for ourselves. So that I, I, I love that about you, taking the time out on Sunday um, to start the week out right, getting everything in the planner, taking a little me time. I honestly think it helps with the uh, process of being able to focus and stay, stay on task and not be distracted when you, when you have the beginning of your week already etched out. Um, so shout out to you as well as those strong individuals in your life that, you know, have instilled that in you. Uh, what type of um, projects or, you know, community service projects have you been a part of with your organization, whether it be community, um, statewide, or even nationally? There's so many. 
for example, every winter I strive to do homeless care packages. So I'll do a drive to raise money or people could even just donate supplies for me to make care packages just to hand out to the homeless. In fact, this weekend I also have my own, well, I'm speaking at a period rally to end period poverty. So providing menstrual items to people who need them because it's a basic necessity that every woman needs. And then I also do a backpack drive. And this year I did 300 backpacks. And then I also did my own book drive, which I raised 100 books for kindergarten kids just to have their own books to say, oh, we're starting the month off with literacy. And it also had representation because it was a book that had brown characters in it. And it just motivated them to see that there's people who look like them in books. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. I want to back up. She mentioned something that I was actually about to touch upon. Um, National Period Day is this Saturday, the 19th. Um, Why is it so significant or important to your organization? Because I know as most of the girls who participate in Zinc attend Title I elementary schools, those are the schools where most of the families live in poverty which means that their schools are going to get the most funding because they don't have basic necessities and stuff that most people would have. Therefore, I know some of those girls may struggle to get the supplies that they do need for their cycles, and every girl is going to need them at some point in time. So I think it's important that there's awareness that not every female is getting the proper supplies that are needed for their period. And Indie Fire listening audience, if you've tuned in to some past shows, you know, we've had um, Dawn Earhart with, uh, with the Desire to Inspire Foundation here. We've also had uh, Rosemarie Williams um, with her organization, Global Citizens Press. She's going to kill me. There's another word on the end. Um, but these two young ladies and their organizations, this is something that they're very, very passionate about. Um, just reading a little bit about National Period Day, again, celebrated or acknowledged on October the 19th, um, we rally, or they will rally in 50 states in honor of the world's first National Period Day, elevating the issue of period poverty and demanding real change to making period products more accessible for all and ending the tampon tax. And a lot of you didn't know this, that, that 35 U.S. states still have a sales tax on, tax on period products, considering them non-essential items. Last I checked, you know, this was Mother Nature. This was something that every woman goes, every young girl, every teenage girl, every woman goes through. And as Azaria mentioned, there are, you know, we, we I'm talking about these um, two individuals who are looking at this on a global level, how we can assist on a global level. But she's mentioning you have these young girls right here in these Title I schools who do not have the access to um essential products that are needed. Um, There is a petition that you can sign. Um, There's a national petition that you can sign. Um, It affects, and and people go, you know, well, well, I'm not a woman. Yeah, but you came from a woman. Uh, Your mother, you know, you have sisters, you know, your daughters. It affects everyone. Um, And I was, um, I don't know, I had to write a paper a couple, maybe a couple of semesters ago, and I had no idea that you know, the Nike Corporation, um, and I can't remember the country, but the Nike Corporation has these workers, and they work, and if, you know, their cycle comes on, oh, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't you don't get the time to go and make sure that you have the supplies that you need, and, and so that happens in foreign countries, but we, again, have young girls here in our country that are going through the same thing, and I read an article not too long ago, a mother has um, she has a daughter who's like 10 or 12 but she also has two sons that are like 15 and 16 and she makes sure that her sons um, have a period pack that they take to school in case one of their classmates you know has an accident or they even have a sweatshirt in the locket so that she can cover up you know if she has an accident and I'm thinking what would the world be like if everyone thought like that you know what I'm saying? Instead of picking and pointing out the flaw, if you help with what is going on, you know, like 
Azari's organization is doing, if if you help with what is going on, you know, how much greater would this world really be if everybody grasped that type of vision? That's something to think about, all right? Um, what is so unique about your company, Zinc Girls? So with, with Zinc Girls, in the city of Norfolk, there's currently no programs besides Zinc Girls that's a STEM program catered towards girls that are younger. Most of the time it's mostly Caucasian females, and most of the time it's not even females. It's males who are given STEM programs, and girls are forced more into dance and drawing and singing and stuff like that. So Zinc Girls is pretty much the only organization in the city of Norfolk that is providing these opportunities and is, free of cost to other girls and isn't charging them in order to do all of these activities. Wow. Do you see expansion um, for Zinc Girls? You mentioned Norfolk, which is in Virginia. So do you see expansion? Do you want to go, you know, states like, I don't know, Maryland to D.C. to Connecticut to New York? Do you want to expand your organization? I plan to have that in my future. It's just a matter of when it's going to fall in and how it's going to fit with, like, the rest of my goals and aspirations for life. That's, that, that is so amazing, so awesome. Um, I know people come up to you and they, you know, shower you with praise and, you know, they're, they're so excited about everything that you're doing and, you know, they're appreciative for what you're doing, but how would you measure success in your role? I measure success as having an impact on one girl. That one girl can go and impact other people. So as long as I'm impacting at least one person, that's creating another impact on somebody else. So that's all that matters. That's how I measure my success. Girl, that's me. That is me right there. I tell people all the time, you know, with the show, um, the mission is to be able to provide a platform um, for the independent community, you know, give them an avenue of expression to be able to get their brand out to others. And at the end of the day, if I've done so, if somebody can tell me, you know, oh, my gosh, this is my first interview, you know, or this is my first interview in the United States, you know, um, I feel like, I have fulfilled my mission. Um, I am walking in my purpose. And, of course, I am living um, what I'm passionate about. So I I agree with you 100% on that right there. How did you become an ambassador for Strong Magazine for Girls? It was just an application and an interview process. And once I was accepted, I was so shocked because I know so many um, other amazing girls who we're also applying just to have the same opportunity that I'm having. Wow. How are you using um, or how are you going to use this opportunity to advance your platform? I feel as though with Strong Girls, it's another way for all of the girls who are ambassadors just to have another way to express their main focus and what they're fighting for. So I feel as though it's another way for me not only to grow myself, but in order for me to display and work towards women's rights in another area. Hey, yo, what's good? It's your boy, Jerusalem, from the Scarfella Music Group, and you're on the air with the hottest station, Andy Fire. Andy Fire. With your host, Lil Timmy and Nakia. Right here, right on the here, station, right here, right all the hottest right hip hop hits and the fire. And the fire. Let's get it. Let's get it. Thank you, Jerusalem. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Two Lit Tuesdays on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia, and our very special guest, um, entrepreneur, teen activist, and philanthropist, uh, Azaria Cherry. Super excited to have her here just because. Of all that she's accomplished at the age of 15, one of my guests last last Thursday was 18, and he had opened up for like um, like E40 and and Nest Pharaoh God or 
somebody like that. Um, but he's opened up for mainstream artists, and he's only 18. He's done things that people, you know, have waited their lifetime to possibly accomplish, and he's he's done that. And the same with this young lady. Um, some of us may never start that nonprofit because of fear, you know what I'm saying, because of naysayers. Um, because of people just being, you know, people, you may never start the nonprofit, but here she is. She saw this need in her area and she stepped out on faith and she started this nonprofit and it's doing phenomenal, right? Not only for, for um, her and what she went through being bullied, but for other young ladies who may be going through the same issues, this nonprofit has given them the opportunity to, um, come through, you know, and, and, and shine and be their natural selves. And so uh, big up to Azaria Cherry for all that she is doing. Um, I want to ask you a question that I ask all of my guests. What is the last thing that you learned? Well, school-wise, today I learned that electrons are actually in a cloud and they're not on rings. And the way that um, two elements combined together is by the outside ring of electrons combining together and sharing electrons in between each other. And the last thing I learned business-wise is no matter what, if somebody, tell, if somebody tells me that I can't do it, I have to keep going. And I feel as though that's something that is going to always be told to me, but no matter what, I have to keep going. So that's just one of my main things that I'm constantly realizing and learning. All right, so we're going to go with that second answer because the first one was just like foreign language to me. I heard like electrons and a cloud and boom, that was it. Like my mind went far left. I'm like, science was never, I maintained the A in science, but it was, I had to work for that A in science. It was like nothing natural for me, like history is, like English is, you know what I mean? Like math is, those are all natural I didn't have to study a lot for those courses, but science, yeah, nah. So we're going to go with that second answer. Hold on to that and tell me the last thing that you taught someone. The last thing Business that I life. feel as though I taught someone is just to love themselves through Zinc Girls and teaching them that you can be who you want to be and that you're strong no matter what. All right, so take the last thing that you learned, business-wise, not, not science, and the last thing that you taught someone, combine those two answers together. And if you have, maybe you have someone that's listening to the show right now, and they're thinking, wow, like, this is something that my community needs. You know, maybe I can be the individual who starts my own nonprofit similar to this, because my area needs this as well. But I'm scared. Like, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? What piece of advice could you offer that young entrepreneur who has the drive, they have the desire, but they just clueless. They don't know where to go. What can you say to them? Do it. You're worth it. The work that you're doing is worth it. At the end, the result that you're going to get out of it is worth it. So like Nike, y'all, she said just do it. You know, sometimes, like, I, as I mentioned in my very emotional intro, um, sometimes you got to knock the walls down. You got to bust through walls if there's something that is nagging at you and it is nagging at you and it is nagging at you and you feel that you're passionate about it, just do it. Like she said, what you going to do? You're going to fail or you succeed. And, and no matter what, if you fail, you have to get back up again. There you go. <laughs> you, you took the words out of my mouth. You know, my mother always told me that, you know, she had a um, a plaque that sat on her desk. And I, she says I gave it to her, but I don't remember. Um, it says, you know, it, there's there's no option to be less than the number one, you know. And I always strive to be number one in everything I did growing up. And I don't know what happened along the way, but I thought, you know, two is my favorite number, so I can rock with being number two. You know, and the older I God, I began to realize that, you know, no, you don't settle for second best in anything that you do. This is something that you're instilling in your children, that they need to be top dog at everything they do. Then you yourself need to climb back on that ladder. And so if you do fail, get back up and try again. 
if you do get a no, go back out there and try again until you get the yes. You know, if you're passionate about what you're doing or what you want to do, there's nothing or no one that can stop you from excelling in what it is that you're trying to do. Just do it, like he said. How do you feel that you can make your organization better? I feel like once I have more free time, I can apply myself and put more effort into me growing my brand and doing more marketing. It's just I currently don't have the time to do it. So once I find a way to move my schedule around so I can put more effort into Zinc Girls and Pretty Girl Tees, I can easily grow and multiply and have a bigger following and with have more support with both Zinc Girls and Pretty Girl Tees. All right. If you're listening, this is a nonprofit organization, Zinc Girls. She mentioned the word marketing. That right there just stood out to me. Um, she has social workers. She has doctors, you know, female doctors that come in and speak to these young ladies. If you're out there and you're listening and you touch your heart to be able to um, help this young lady and this organization with marketing, you need to reach out to her. You need to do so. If she's trying to get to the next level, she's trying to grow her business um, as a, a high school student who can't, you know, just a lot, all of her time to this organization. Um, if you're out there and you're listening and you want to help, she's going to give her contact information in a few. Um, please reach out to her, please. Or her mother, please reach out. Oh, you know what? Shout out to your mom. This whole interview, and I've just been, oh, you know, talking about you, but your mom is 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 a huge impact in your life, I know. I know she's very proud of you. Um, how supportive is the rest of your family with all that you're set out to do and all that you're accomplishing? They are extremely supportive. If I have a crazy idea, they're going to be there to back me up and support me no matter what. They're always just there as my human diary. I can tell them anything. If I need help with something, I know they're going to come and help me. They're great and extremely supportive. That, that is awesome. What, what three words? would you use to describe you? I'm strong-willed, I'm a change maker, and I am ambitious. Sounds a little bit like me again. Yes. I love those um, Three, three qualities, I would say. Um, and I think it takes a person who is very ambitious and most definitely uh, strong-willed to overcome what you, over, you know, have overcome with the bullying and then to go on and uh, create such an amazing um, nonprofit organization. If the world... saw or read your vision and everybody just jumped on board, they realized how important your vision is, how do you think the world would benefit? I feel like all women would be equal to men no matter what race, gender, or no matter what, women would be equal to men and we would have the same rights that everyone else would have. And that right there is just not on a community level, not on a state level. That is that is globally. Everything that her organization is trying to instill in these young girls, these are challenges that are faced um, everywhere for young girls, um, teenage young teens, um, young adults, even even women. Um, a lot of these issues, you know, and challenges, again, are what people across the globe face. So to be able to, and I don't want to say on a small scale, um, because this is huge, but just to be able to have this in her corner of the world, um, just imagine 
what would happen if it was amplified and everyone was striving to do the same thing globally. It would be so amazing. I can't think of another word. Um, Just amazing. Something that I feel like is is needed um, on a larger level than just where she is right now. So I can't wait to see what happens in the future. I'm definitely going to be following you. I told you I'm a stalker, so I'm going to be following um, everything that this organization is doing, um, as well as the the positive affirmation business, because that is important, you know, as well. So many of our youth facing um, issues at home, facing issues at school, again, the bullying um, the, the, the suicide numbers that we're seeing increase, um, it, it is important that you don't see it on, you know, an adult talking about it, an adult giving you positive affirmations, but you see it on your level, that you see your peer has this business and this is what she's doing, you know, to, to instill some motivation, some inspiration, some empowerment into your life. This, this is huge. Um, so, again, if you're listening um, and you're interested in assisting Azaria uh, with marketing, with promotions, whatever the need may be for this organization, um, I challenge you to reach out and assist in whatever way um, you're able to do so. I want to open up the floor to you now and give you the opportunity to get all of your contact information out. For those who may be listening live or for those who may come back and listen to a playback show, and the show does play back on about 10 or 11 different platforms. Um, so somebody two weeks from now may hear, you know, this, this call for, um, you know, somebody in, in marketing, um, and they want to get in contact with you. The floor is now yours to go ahead and get all of that information out, as well as any shout-outs that you want to um, give as well. The floor is now yours. So my social media handy, handles are Zinc Girls, and Zinc is Z-I-N-C, Girls, and it's all together, and Girls, it's spelled with the Z, and that's on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I also have my own website, which is ZincGirls.org, and there's also Pretty Girl Tees, which, is, which Instagram is Pretty Girl Tees, and Tees is spelled with the Z. All right, I hope you got all of that because, as usual, I zoned out because I had another question. Um, IG is Zinc Girls, that's Z I N C G I R L Z. All right, the website is zincgirls.org. I'm trying to remember all of this. Pretty Girls Tease on IG as well, Tease with a Z. All right, again, we're going to be following everything that this young lady does. Um, I, I'm, I can't wait till she graduates high school and see where she is um, in, in 2022. And that's going to be right around the corner. You, you think, you know, now we're just 2020 next year. The way time is flying, that's going to come up on us really soon. So I'm just excited to see, you know, where um, 2020 takes her and on into 2021 and again 2022 when she graduates. Um, I wish you much success in all that you do and all that you set your hand to do um, in every establishment that you walk into, I wish you great success. Um, everything that pours from your mouth and you instill in other young women. And you know what? Not only young women, there are young men that are watching you too. Um, and hopefully, you know, um, they'll want to join in and maybe they'll be a zinc boy. Who knows? Um, but everything that you for <laughs> individuals, you know, your peers and your classmates, as they listen and they see what you're doing, I wish you just just great success um, with everything that you uh, have set out to do and are going to do. <laughs> Again, I want to uh, show some love to your mom. I don't know if she's listening or she's on the line, but I want to show some love to her um, just for being who she is in your life. Um, because you had to come from greatness, you know, and I haven't met her face-to-face, um, but just in talking back and forth with her, I know she's a phenomenal woman. 
Um, so shout out to you, uh, Sharif, if you are listening, if you're tuned in, um, and continue just to be that motivating force in your daughter's life, um, as well as the strong uh, group of women that surrounds her. Um, just continue to be a strong, strong motivating force in in her life. I do want to play this song right here. This is Keisha Beard. Christian hip-hop artist out of uh, Seattle, Washington. The song is entitled Queenie, all right, as in queen-ing, queenie. And I feel like this just embodies everything that Miss Azaria is doing. Keisha Beard, queenie. Uh-huh. Queenie. Where's my crown? We cute, we clean, we cool, we queen, we rule, we be the truth. We sweet, we cute, we clean, we cool, we queen, we rule, we be the truth. Queen up, supreme up, wear the crown, shut it down. Queen up, supreme up, wear the crown, shut it down. Queen up, supreme up, wear the crown, shut it down. Queen up, supreme up, wear the crown, shut it down. Let me in, let me in, let me go, let me show you know what I got. She a beast with a bar and it goes so hard She rap but she act like a lady If you pass that mic then you might not like When she get it back just saying Too hot to touch, too high to reach I guess I'm like a flame They did not see me coming Just let me show you something I'm sick, I spit, I'm ill, I'm ill And well, it's disgusting I'm on a brand new board and lately I've been feeling wavy Long hair, don't care, my face is great I'm such an effing lady I know you see me and you hate me Baby, it's all gravy I serve a king of kings and represent the one who made me. I represent the Prince of Peace and King of Peace who rose from death and beat the beast. I sip the juice and eat the yeast. Yeah. We sweet, we cute, we clean, we cool, we queen, we rule, we be the truth. We sweet, we cute, we clean, we cool, we queen, we rule, we be the truth. Queen up, supreme up, wear the crown, shut it down. Queen up, supreme up, wear the crown, shut it down. Queen up, supreme up, Get that crown, race in a walk, spit that histamine. Melanin brown, lace them in chalk with that estaline. Winning and handling business, making decisions, riding with royalty. Looking delicious, ooh, she ambitious, God keep on me. Rich is a father, and she the daughter, living in water. Submarine. Evil don't bother, she know the author, came in a slaughter. Guillotine. Top of her class, top of her game, yeah. elevated. Mezzanine. Shop with the bags, shop with the queens, and we taking everything. Ball cap to my head wrap, yeah. we down to my shoe strap. Nails purse and my lip gloss uh, World love and the stick sauce All caps in these bread facts oh, She brownie like two snacks Well first and we dip off By haters I'm that ball We sweet, we cute, we clean, we cool We queen, we rule, we be the truth We sweet, we cute, we clean, we cool We queen, we rule, we be the truth Queen up, supreme up, wear the crown, shut it down Queen up, supreme up Thank you. Too. Again. 
Thank you so much again for joining us this evening. Again, you could have been anywhere, but you've taken the time to give freely of yourself. Join us here this evening and talk about your phenomenal organization. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, guys, make sure that you're tuning in on this coming Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 11.30 p.m. in the U.K. Yes, we're going back across the pond to our people with Mindstorm Music Agency. And we will have rising um, up-and-coming rap artist Robbie Raps here with us, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure that you're tuning in. All right, you know how we do when we get with our U.K. family. All right? As always, I want to leave you with a quote. Music is... A higher revelation than all wisdom and philosophy. That's Beethoven. <laughs> so until Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you all have a good night. Thank you so much for having me. You are so very, very welcome.